Episode 162, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 1, The Ghost. Welcome to Level 7. A podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a magical place. Hello and welcome to Welcome to Level 7. This is Season 4 of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm Ben, Ben Avery, and I'm here with... Ben uh, Bidwell. Ben Bidwell. It's the Bens. Um, yeah, if you thought the Corys were, were trouble, look out. Here come the Bens. So, well, if one is good, two should be better, right? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll find out. We will know yeah, by the end of the evening if two is better than one. So welcome, Ben, to uh, your first official not guest podcast episode. But uh, actual, you're you're here. You're you're in the chair. I'm in the chair. I, I buckled in. You can't get me out. Um, whether it's on fire or not, I'm going to be sitting here. Nice. So. Okay. So we talked about it in the last episode, but if you missed that, um, Daniel and I did a brief state of the podcast address and talked about how Daniel's pulling back a little bit and oh, pulling back a lot, actually. Um, and we're expanding the team. So uh, you're, this is the first noticeable thing that people will see as we expand our team uh, beyond just Daniel and myself. And that is that we've got Ben here and uh, Evan will be doing some things with us and We've got Stuart Boyles, who is our, I don't know, information officer, maybe. So he'd be, so he has a red shirt or a yellow shirt? Start, <laughs> start wait, sorry. You, you just disappointed Daniel big time. You jumped in with the Star <laughs> Trek analogy. I, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I think we're going to get along just fine here. Um, I I meant if you remember from from the X Men uh, the X Men Expo, I'm also a Stargate fan. So if you throw a Teal right. reference in there or a Gold reference, I'm gonna get it. So, God, I, I, well, I'm trying to think through this episode. I don't think there's anything I naturally throw in. Okay, but okay. but boy, end of season three. Oh yes, definitely. I mean, we we really could have gone there with some of that stuff. Oh, there was you were getting some very strong vibes, very okay. strong vibes. So, but with, with, we're back to earth here with season four, we're back to earth. We're on earth anyway, but I think there's some other earthly or beyond the earth. There's, there's other stuff going on here, but we're, we're going to get to that. First of all, though, this episode is going to be structured the way we normally do. We're going to have our news section. We're going to have our discussion section, and then we're going to have our, our feedback section. And then there'll be a post credit (laughs) and. Our post credit is actually going to be uh, to talk about the Ghost Rider comic book, all new Ghost Rider, that features Robbie Reyes from this episode of Agents of Shield. And both Ben and I have have listened or have uh, read that. I recorded an episode on Comic Book Time Machine uh, about that as well, so you can check that out there if you'd like. ComicBookTimeMachine dot com. Um, by the way, if you're missing Daniel and you haven't listened to any Comic Book Time Machine episodes, he did a number of episodes over there, both alone and with me. So um, you could hop over there and, and hear his voice again because, uh, you know, he's gone, but he's not really gone and he's not forgotten. And, he's definitely uh, not a ghost. No, no, he is not. He is not, not at all. He's not a ghost. He's very much here. 
He may even possess one of these seats again. So I, I have to be very careful. He does actually have the spirit <clears throat> of vengeance within him. Um, <laughs> you guys didn't hear it, uh, but every once in a while, I, I, I edited it out whenever he would uh, ghost out and and start his flaming skull thing. So, well, I'm sure those rattling chains are just horrible to edit out too. They were just... they were difficult. It was. <laughs> Everyone knows if you've listened. I I hate editing, you know, and uh, yeah. But, but whenever you get those flame, it's the flaming chains. You know, regular chains are easy to edit out of something, and flames okay. are are not bad. But flaming chains, that's where you're having the, the trouble with with that audio. So. Yeah, but uh, Daniel is still uh, basically our Facebook um, and Twitter presence. He is the social media guy uh, right now. I don't know um, because you, Ben, uh, are also big on social media or tweeting about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Marvel stuff in general where you have a a Twitter account. It's – is it just Marvel's at Marvel? Yeah, Marvel's at Marvel. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would suggest anyone on Twitter – if you followed us already, follow Marvels at Marvel as well, as well, and you'll get Ben's uh, live tweets as he watches Agents of Shield, and you also get live tweets as he watches some other things, and and then general yeah. general Marvel. Yeah, fun. we did a big. We did a big. You might have seen. I did a thing called Angels of Spoiler uh, Spoilers over the over the hiatus. We were going over some of the past. Agents of Shield episodes and 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 given our you know full spoiler thoughts on them and so I had a couple other people following along with that and so that was a lot of fun it actually really prepared me for um for this upcoming season so it's just something we like I, I like to do so if you like live tweeting and you don't mind you know seeing full spoilers um I'm it's you know buyer beware so if you follow me please already be up to date on most things um I'll I'll even be talking about uh, Luke Cage coming up so I'm probably gonna live tweet the first two episodes for sure after that i'm not sure i'll probably be very light on spoilers after that just to kind of give everyone a chance to to catch up but if you like that kind of thing follow me yeah you know people watch netflix series at their own pace exactly and so some people watch it in a couple days and other people still haven't watched it (laughs) Um, so but you know you you can and uh yeah and we'll be getting into it with uh with our Netflix coverage, I'm not sure exactly when or how, but we will be doing more Netflix coverage. And I've got some other podcasters um, on hand who I think are going to help out with that to make things a little bit easier for us uh, to do. Also, by not going episode by episode. That's the biggest thing. I don't know anything else. I just know we're probably not going to do one episode of Age of Welcome Level 7 for every episode of a Netflix series now. It just that got crazy. Yes, that's that's a, that's a lot of work all all mixed together. All right. Well, um, I think it's time for us to to move into our uh, the the uh, is it the field report? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's been too long. It yeah, has like, been. It has stretch. been. I didn't know this when I was doing this every week, and now <laughs> um, it's not the field report. It's the mission report. Yeah, I'm just gonna play the sounder. That'll let there us know. Go. Shield intelligence report. So, uh, Stewart, Agent Stewart, has uh, from the from the UPA uh, has assembled some news items for us. And the first news item that he assembled for us was one that I requested that he find a good a good link to, and he did. Uh, it was Ben. You've heard of this, right? The Marvel's Stan Lee. <laughs> 
is getting his own movie. It's a biopic. All right. Uh, set in the 70s uh, and filmed in the style of a 70s action movie. <laughs> so, Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I right, talked a little bit about this with Daniel. We were just, you know, if you're going to do Stanley's life, why bother with the, the real story? You know, That's true. Stanley is larger than life. Uh, he's larger than his own life in some regards. And so why not just go all out? And uh, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Adaptation. Yeah. Uh, which is about it, it was intended to be an adaptation of a book about a guy who was seeking out on a rare orchid, I think. But it turned into a fictional account that got really crazy. But at its heart is basically how do I adapt a really boring book into a movie that people want to see? And well, if Stanley ends up with a, a twin in this movie, then we'll know. We'll know they're kind of going down there. <laughs> yeah, why not? You know, but uh, that's the thing. I mean, the Stanley, if you did a Stanley biopic that was actually the story of like the Marvel bullpen, you know, mm-hmm. in the 70s, in the 60s and 70s, there is definitely a group of people who would love that. Mm-hmm. And who would just totally eat it up. And if you've ever read, um, was it Marvel, the untold story? Uh, it's, it's, that's a great book that would make an incredible, uh, TV series, like an AMC you kind of mm-hmm. thing. I, I heard someone say, I want to read, I want to see this on TV in the style of Mad Men. Mm-hmm. And uh, it totally, there's the anecdotes in there are, are great, yeah. but it's a very specific group of people who are going to be very interested in the actual Stanley biography you do it this way you're opening all kinds of doors to people who probably wouldn't see this thing but knowing oh stan lee and then they see oh there's crazy kung fu things going on here or something i don't know exactly what it's going to be but well as long even though it's been done by fox i just hope they give they, they give marvel back stan lee at the end of it though so i don't have to have any special negotiations like the x-men so yeah see if it was sony <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. they would get him back and maybe they would then use him um, in a different form, but use him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. maybe. But yeah, no, this is you're right. It is 20th Century Fox. <laughs> the way that they say state it in the the article is 20th Century Fox has acquired the film rights to Stanley's life. So there yeah. it is. Yeah, it's it's right there. <laughs> I I think the, the idea could be super fantastic. Yeah, I also think it could be a train wreck, and either way, I think people will see it. But you know, are are they seeing it because it's so bad that it's funny, or are they seeing it because it's the right kind of bonkers? We'll, we'll have to wait and see on that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So then, the other news item uh, that Stuart got for us is um, last night's episode, the the um, ratings for that, and. I'll just read what he he sent in. He said, the information I have goes as follows. Last night's episode was viewed by 3.577 million people. So 3,577,000 people. Uh, Last year, the season premiere was viewed by 3.3 million people. So it's it's gone up. um, But the shares, uh, the 18 to 14 demographic share was only a 1.1 which last year was 1.18. And those 18 to 49-year-olds, um, those are the people that they are 
really targeting the the ads for so um but we have we don't have the uh the DVR kind of of things you know, with the people who are watching it online the next day and th- those numbers we don't have so but that's a that's a strong open yeah uh and potentially it looks like that we're looking at something that is maybe on an upswing or holding firm holding steady one would one would hope. I know they got they got a lot of play during Comic Con when um, when it was revealed that the chains were actually connected to a Ghost Rider, not yeah. to Hellfire. So you know the Hellfire. <laughs> so I mean that it definitely got a lot of play. And then some people were disappointed that they didn't pick the. Well, I mean I don't want to go too far, but they didn't pick to you know pick the Ghost Rider that they that they were hoping for. You know, there was all of this swirl about. So I'm sure they got a good good little bump just because we want to see what it was going to be like. I I totally agree. I totally yeah. think that as they were, well, I, I saw people talking about this. Like one person mm-hmm. I saw said, "I gave up on this show, but I love Ghost Rider." Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. I, I know that when people ask me about it, I, I said, for the most part, season three kind of ended. It's, it's not a, a, a like a reboot, but they definitely kind of ended a lot of stories, and they had a lot of space to tell something new. And mm-hmm. I think. I think there was there you know once that was announced you know I think enough people if they if they've jumped jumped in you know they could they can definitely see something there. Yeah, well, I think we should just go ahead and start talking about this then. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no reason not to other than sure. we wanted to talk more about ratings. So, um, but yeah, the, <laughs> you never know what ratings really mean until you compare it to another rating. So yeah. until you get a couple of weeks in, you don't really know what any of it really means. And honestly, you don't know what it really means until the people who are in charge of the company. <laughs> decide what it meant to them exactly exactly <laughs> oh these so, ratings suck so bye-bye or you know yeah. whatever but i will say um agents of shield is trending on on facebook right now they're that's one of their selected trending things so yeah. um it definitely got it, 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 a lot of people who who i interacted with um on twitter who were on the fence with shield or even were negative towards um shield and I, you know, I've seen, you know, I've seen them retweet and, and were interested in it once they saw some of the the graphics that came out. So it's definitely got people's attention. That's for sure. It does. It does. And they, well, we'll get into the the actual episode itself, but yeah. Um, yeah. but they they definitely had a structured episode that was trying to get people talking. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Let's let's move into the mission report. Mission report. The ghost. The ghost. Let's talk about the title first. Yeah. Um, clearly, they're talking about Ghost Rider in in one regard, and that seems to be the the story arc title, I guess, that they're giving these episodes. Because yeah. all the promotion I'm seeing is it's like the announcers, Agents of Shield, Ghost Rider. <laughs> I mean, Ghost Rider is attached to Agents of Shield, and I think that that's kind of fun if they end up doing something where they bring in more heroes you know so yeah agent, agents of shield uh u.s agent or whatever yeah. that's that's definitely pulling from the bin yeah yeah well i was going to pull from great lakes avengers but oh Daniel's well, not here to tease me about be, it so. there could be a squirrel girl coming along anyway that, that's not in our news oh, right? squirrel girl yeah yeah trask or somebody else you never know but anyway we're off topic but well that squirrel girl thing that's basically hey would you play a character in a show that people like and well yeah you're paying me right so of course i would 
What actor is going to say, no, I, I, I don't want to get in, in involved in a really lucrative franchise. Yep. Um, I mean, even if they don't want to, they're not going to say that. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, but we were also talking about how a lot of times they do a really good job of titling the episodes with something that has a double meaning. Definitely a double meaning with this one. And so you have the other meaning, I mean, you got ghost writer, mm-hmm. um, but then you have, you got, you got, you got Daisy that you can't find her. She's like, she's disappeared. It's like, she's a ghost. She's a ghost. And then, well, and then there's the kind of literal ghost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's something with, uh, we got into a little bit of Raiders of the lost Ark there. Well, I don't know what that lady was though. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know that whole the whole scene when we get to it I'll, uh, yeah there's, there's definitely some questions i have i i was it was fun but yeah so we're gonna do this uh act by act and so we'll start with the cold open and then we'll get into act one act two act three act four act five and the the tag at the end um and so i've got my my brief little uh synopsis here and I'm going to try and keep it as brief as possible. Uh, but we do like to do this, especially for people who are visiting the podcast long after the episode has aired. And so this helps remind what's what's going on. But we start out this episode in media res. We start out with dudes with guns and an SUV, and they're speeding through the streets of Los Angeles. And we cut between them and a girl getting dressed um, with some select shots that are... are uh, those are your 10 o'clock shots. Yeah, those are your 10 o'clock shots that give you the TV 14 with the S and the V. Yeah. We get the S and the V right here, right now. And S, of course, standing for, I guess, sexual situations or something like that. And then V standing for, I think, violence. I can't imagine any two other reasons for those the S and the V. But um, <laughs> uh, the, the girl is Quake. It's Daisy. And she's getting ready. And she's putting stuff on her hands. And... Um, you can see the bruises. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's and so um, she ends up, you think they're being chased by someone else since they're cutting between this, but that's not what's happening. They end up fighting her. She she comes and she, she fights these guys until a car arrives. And this car, uh, they, well, we'll get into some of the style here, but they film it like Jaws or like Christine or something like that. Yeah, it's like, definitely, it definitely has, it definitely has its own personality for sure. It's a force. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, they, the car comes speeding at them. They fire a bazooka at it. <laughs> as and, you do, uh, as you do. Yeah, you, you know, that's, the, that's my go-to when I'm trying to, when a car is trying to run me down. That, if you have an RPG, you should probably use it at that moment. Yes. Yes. That is, that is one of the few, you know, sensible moments to use one of those. Those are, that, that's your uh, uh, Ben Bidwell takeaway. If you have an RPG and there's a, and then there's a, a, a car speeding at you, you're probably okay to use it at that point. Yeah, especially if it's a supernatural car. Especially if it's a supernatural <laughs> car and you happen to be in a, a supernatural in a superhero show. Yeah, yeah. And you and you're a bad guy, obviously already. So you have that type of weapon. Yeah. So they fire it. It explodes and it launches the car up into the air. The car flips around. And flames start coming out of places where usually if you have flames coming out, the car's not doing well. But again, supernatural car, it lands, it goes after them, fire springs up everywhere, the guys are getting pulled, and, and uh, it's a it's horror movie time, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's blood splatter as, as these guys are getting attacked. Quake, Daisy, is trying to get a good look at what is going on. Um, 
but she can't see very well. What she can see is a person and the head seems to be on fire. She's looking through flames at this person. He picks up one of the bad guys, puts him in the trunk and then gets into the car himself and and speeds away. The police come and Quake flies away Jessica Jones style. Yeah, like I do like the uh, superhero uh, takeoff that she that she's developed. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure I say Jessica Jones style um, mainly because I don't think she's actually flying. I think she's just it's good. It's launching. Yeah. So that's that's our opening. And I think they're right there just in those five minutes. There's quite a bit to talk about here. Yeah, I mean, and, and Daisy does, you know, she does save a civilian who was kind of caught in a, in a line of fire. So she really couldn't, I don't think she could fully assess everything that was happening in that moment. So she couldn't get a better look. So it makes sense that she's where she is. I think I think the writers did a really good job of kind of setting up the scenario there where yeah. you know, she's protecting somebody. There's a car. She's taking cover. She can't really leave. There's flames. So everything's kind of obscured. Like, what is going on? She And you can tell from her face she has no idea what's happening. This is not what she came. She was not chasing those guys to find out, like, what no. is this thing? This was not, you know, she's she's encountered some interesting things, but she's like, this was not this was not one of the ones she was ready for. Yeah. Now, people are dying. People yes. are getting really, really hurt. And then yes. people are getting thrown into trunks of cars yeah um and the other thing that i just noted right away is i well uh, this episode aired on tuesday monday i read the 12 issues of all new ghost rider yeah and this felt like that comic most uh, definitely with the violence the blood the flipping of the car that happened in the comic Oh, that was yeah, straight. It was straight out. It was almost, almost quite, almost panel for panel. Uh, there was there was more cars involved, but yeah, it, yeah. But the, it, the actual action itself, yeah, there was. It this was right. really felt like that, and it also felt like a, a kind of a horror movie where you don't yeah. exactly see, you know. And I, I mentioned Jaws, yeah, um, because with Jaws, you, I guess the the Jaws um, correlation would be more uh, Ghost Rider himself. Christine was the car, yeah. but um where you don't really see, you just see glimpses here and there. Uh, and well, yeah, Batman begins as well. I remember that there's that one scene in Batman begins in like the, wherever the, the docks or whatever. And they film it as if these guys are being attacked by an alien. Oh yeah. 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 And this, just and this kinda... is the same kind of thing here. Only, only shorter. I mean, there's only three yeah. guys or four guys, but yeah. And, they, and you definitely got the sense that they. This is not the first time they've encountered him. That you know, because the guy who's just dying kind of yes. in her arm. So you, they kind of they a little bit know it more than she does, and so they they kind of know what this really means. Uh, this encounter. I <laughs> feel like they terror. were running away from him. Well, yeah, no, it they weren't running away from Quake. She comes yeah. to them. And there's actually a little moment there before when their car breaks down because you see that the tire pops, but. I, I wasn't quite sure if it was Ghost Rider or if it was Daisy. I still, even after watching the episode a second time, um, their car you know starts to smoke, but then you see one of the light bulbs go out. So I wasn't sure like, um, if if she was if she was doing that to stop the car or if he had uh, you know that that ability because we don't really know all his abilities. No, no, we don't. This version yet. So I, I wasn't sure if he had if he has that ability or if it's her. Which actually stopped the car itself because the, the car, even though it had a flat tire, it still probably could have been running. Yeah, so I think it might have been of, him. Uh, yeah, I, I lean on that that end of things because I thought they were running away from him anyway. They were definitely running away, and 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 she, but she was, you know, she was in the mix somewhere. She was either chasing behind. I, I'm not sure where how she came into the scene, but um, she was definitely tracking them. It seems. 
Yeah, she was there. I mean, she she was there on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, definitely on purpose. Not an accident at all. Uh, yeah. So, how much do you want to talk about Ghost Rider right now, or do you want to wait until we get to the end and, and then discuss who this guy is and, and uh, what what he does in this episode and, and what we think we're going to do? Because um, yeah. there's a lot there's a lot to talk about potentially. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think it's good at the at the very very end because there's some okay. things that that they haven't done in this show yet, and they're they're kind of spinning their own version, so that it could unintentionally give a spoiler. So maybe. Maybe Sidney doesn't want to hear that version because something in that element might. Maybe they do it later in a way. And well, I, I, I want to talk stuff. about what we what we see here, though. I mean, that's what oh, I want okay. to talk about. Is, is oh, that part? Yeah, yeah, the stuff that we've seen in the episode. Yeah. But maybe we should wait until we're done talking about like the actual plot, and and then we can get into some of the character stuff with yeah. with Ghost Rider and and what can he do? And, and there's there's definitely some implied things of powers that that he was using on them to, you know to create the blood spider things like that that if you know about ghost rider in general not even this specific one that you know he, he had, we made a joke about flaming chain so uh-huh. there might have been something where he's using something the projectile that we haven't seen yet because he hasn't revealed all his all, all of his um you know all of his his toys yet yeah yeah but so there might be some stuff there that they're implying that, that they haven't actually revealed um yeah, so I mean, we could definitely say that, but I don't know about maybe some of the other more plot driven of his, of Ro- who Robbie Reyes actually is. Yeah, that stuff I would want to hold off on. Yeah, yeah. and and we'll yeah. we'll talk about the comic after the credits. And if you don't want to get spoiled about the comic, then um, don't you know, stop it when you get to the credits here. But and I have and I actually have a couple of crazy theories if you want to put in what I mean of if we want to include that in there about some of the characters that we know from the show already, who they might fit in with the comic. If someone yeah, wants sure. to, we can do that. I can make some crazy assumptions and <laughs> <laughs> jump to conclusions. And if you're into that kind of thing, stick to Africa. So we got you now. So you have to sit in your seat and in your podcast and keep the, keep it going, keep it playing all the way to the end. But they're going to have to change some stuff because, yeah. uh, I mean, one of the things that there was <laughs> that Daniel told me before I read it was hide. Mm-hmm. Uh, who mm-hmm. is part of our show, you know, but he yeah. had a happy ending, but he was a big part of the all new ghost Rider, uh series. Well, you never know. I mean, he's, it's possible. You're right. You're sci-fi right. show. He's still alive. And it's, it's a, we already know that, um, Tahiti has mixed results. So, um, I want him to keep his happy ending though. I, I, I do too, but you know, I, I would, I would bet you anything. If you ask Kyle McLaughlin, would you like to come back to Agents of Shield? I think he, I think he, he seemed like he was having fun. So, oh, so I get paid to do a show yeah. where I'm actually enjoying myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I, I will say with Kyle McLaughlin, everything I've seen him do recently, yeah. it looks like he's having fun. Yeah, that's good. I mean, um, he's he, he he's he's a pleasure to watch on the screen. I mean, regardless of how you feel about him, like he he's he is a he is fun to watch on screen. So yeah, I always enjoy when he was on the show. Uh, let's let's move into Act One then, because this is where we get into some of the new normal. We've got the new character in here uh, that they've introduced. Now, now we're going to get into some of the new normal of what's going on with our team. And Act One, the first uh, from the from the opening uh, title screen to the first commercial break, uh, has Coulson and Mac playing backgammon and bantering, and then getting called back to base. And we find out they've been in the air for six weeks, uh, which is a new record uh, that they've. They, they mentioned that a couple times, uh, but when they get back to base, uh, May is training agents and she's the one who called them back 
because she has heard some information from LAPD that two civilians were brutally killed and they have a victim in custody who said that Quake attacked him and Colson and Mac have been pulled from Quake's case. Um, but may has, you know, they can stay ahead of this information a little bit. And the whole thing with this possible enhanced human ghost rider, we know it's ghost rider. They don't, yeah. um, but that gives them a reason to go there. Yeah. And now we then as a viewer go to Los Angeles before they do quake is uh, Daisy quake sky. I don't, what, what do we call her quake? Is that the, they call her both, I guess. Yeah. I, they I said think, the world think... knows her as quake. Yeah, I think she'd probably still go by Daisy. It just seemed like she yeah. she sort of she definitely at the end of season three um, had fully attached to that name and was very proud and it was kind of like accepting her, you know, and and honoring her in yeah. human heritage. So I think Daisy was definitely the name. So Daisy is interrogating the survivor from the fight, and he. This is where you definitely know they know about Ghost Rider. Because he he's talking a little bit about it, uh, yeah, about this guy, yeah. and and that's why Daisy's there is to find out more information about this flaming skull guy, and you know this is where you get in some of the mythology stuff, where the or rather maybe the legendary stuff that's going on on the street. You know they say this about him, and and uh, if he he touches you, you're dead. You know you're 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 just done, and he does. He just keels over and dies. She yeah. didn't do it to him. Um, she, and then the the security comes and she blasts her way through the wall and, and escapes. And she was actually keeping that door closed with her quake powers too. So yes. she was making a, she was very and she knocked the security guard over the quake. She was definitely very aggressive. So I could I could see how they would view her actions. Maybe as like he'll you know like even if he was talking before, they probably think you know she she hurt him now. You know like yeah, he was a witness yeah. to a crime or something. Well, she is definitely the primary. Mm-hmm. Uh, suspect for this guy's death. I Most mean, definitely. There's there's no way around it. She yeah. was there. He died. And she's using her powers. Yeah, and she blow open uh, the wall, too. Yeah, right? yeah. And, you know, May talks a little bit about Quake. And, and that's actually the, that's the commercial break right there. So we can kind of mm-hmm. get into some of this stuff. But May talks about Quake, or talks about Daisy, um, taking down bridges and banks and stuff. Yeah. But she's going after bad guys. The world doesn't know that, though. Mm-hmm. The world sees the effects of what she's done. And this whole situation here in the hospital room illustrates that perfectly. They see the effects of what she's done. They don't know that she's actually investigating a guy with a flaming skull who drives a magical car that has fire wheels. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a nicely nicely woven scene here for me Mm -hmm. to hear them talk about what she's doing, but then to get a nice, good example of it as well. But she's a vigilante. She's, she's out there. She is a ghost. They they can't find her. Um, I can't remember if it was in this scene or if it was in a later one where the, they talk about the director. Now the director gets talked about all the time in this episode. It's definitely, it's definitely a, a a divisive force to it. It seems between the, the between our team, the team that we grew to love, um, there seems to be people have taken sides or at least kind of protected their own interests. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get to that more in the next part. Mm-hmm. But with the director here, he's pulled them because they're getting too close, mm-hmm. and you know he's the one who he the, well may suggest that the director thinks that they have let her get away, that they aren't putting their full. Well, putting their heart into the job of of 
tracking her down and getting her. And that's why he's pulled them from the job so that other people can get the job done. Yeah. And, and they, they bristle at that. Um, Colson and Mac want to get her. Uh, I think not because not for the same reason necessarily that, that the director wants to, but well, but if the, you know, if you were being a pragmatic, a new director and all you had was field reports to go off of and, and if and if they were written the way that we saw them in the episodes, we've always known that that Coulson is always protecting you know Daisy Sky yeah, and and, yeah. and even even putting you know, whole missions at risk to do so. So um, you know if if all that new director had was those 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 field reports, it it, it, it wouldn't be a um, you know a, a crazy assumption to, for him to make. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. There's I mean there's definitely a relationship there, mm-hmm. you know and. And Mac was her partner, you know, for, yeah, you, know, yeah. at, you know, at the end there. So there, there's definitely, you know, if you're going to pick the two people to be uh, an unbiased um, hunters of Daisy, these are probably the two worst if that's what you were looking for. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you were to suspect them of letting Daisy go, you would definitely have reason. Oh, yeah. You know, that's not a completely unfounded suspicion no, to have. No. So oh. it's a ni- it's a nice dynamic, you know, from the, an audience perspective to be like, well, you know, I'm sure there's new we haven't met the new director. But if you if you've watched the show and you get, you know, you're not and, and, you, and you analyze it from the evidence that's there, you know, it, it's a it's a position that that makes sense. It's not a character making uh, senseless kind of uh, acts. It's, it definitely makes sense within the context of the show. Yeah. And all the stuff about the director that keeps coming up, it, it reminds me of um, and I, I might have brought this up before. But I think it was on the other podcast of uh, the Magnificent Seven, where um, oh, what's the name of the actor who played the bad guy in that? Um, I can't remember the name of the actor, but he was kind of upset because you know he was only in a, a third of the movie, but the director was was just like you know, dude. Well, he didn't say dude, probably, but he said, <laughs> You're, the whole other two thirds of the movie, they're talking about you. Mm. Like they're they're the whole the only reason for these characters to do anything is because of you and they're talking about you and then you show up and, and he was, he was fine with it after that. Uh, and that's the same kind of thing here there. We don't see the director, but we Mm-mm. get so much yeah. uh, where they're talking about well, the director's doing this, the director's doing this, the director's doing this. Um, and it sounds like stuff that for us as a viewer, the director is doing stuff against our people. Yeah, these are our team. This is yeah. our team. Yeah, and and that's the one thing that's probably going to cause us to maybe not like him because the stuff he's doing, pragmatically speaking, sounds pretty pretty logical and mm-hmm. and and it makes it makes sense. Like um, lie detector to test uh, lie detector tests that he has Simmons doing mm-hmm. every day or something like that. <laughs> so, which brings us into Act Two here, where we get some more new normal. Um, Simmons is testing out something. She's it, it starts out a little bit weird. I didn't know what's going on, but she's alone in a lab and she is it turns out some sort of VR thing and then she takes it off and it's it's a, a helmet that Fitz has uh, helped or Dr. Radcliffe has helped Fitz make and the this lab is a hive of activity. There are lots and lots yeah. and lots of people around there. Lots of new faces and everything. HR uh, is ha- definitely has been busy. Yeah, yeah. And so that's again part of the new normal. Shield is running. Yeah. Uh, as Shield, it's not in the shadows anymore, um, or not in the same kind of shadows anyway. Uh, yeah. There are lots and lots of people there who have been recruited and who are working. And, uh, and then there's the new 
the new director. And as Fitz and Simmons are talking about some of these changes, this is where we find out the new director is paranoid about last time government was in control of S.H.I.E.L.D., doesn't want that to happen again, or doesn't want the, those things that happened before to happen again. Um, and then Coulson and Mac show up, and we get a Q moment. I was totally having flashbacks to James Bond with this. Yeah. <laughs> he gives. Yeah. Uh, last time we had Chekhov's uh, axe gun. <laughs> that started out just as wanting an axe gun and then turned into an actual axe gun. We've got Chekhov's exploding pen. It hasn't been used yet, but it's been put on the wall. And that's coming from um, not not Chekhov from Star Trek, but uh, Chekhov, the playwright from Russia, who he said, you know, if you put a gun on the wall in Act 1, you got to fire it in Act 3. Well, this is Act 1. Mac has an exploding pen. It's going to get fired at some point here. I, yeah, that that that's going to be interesting. We'll see what, we'll see where that one comes up because there's there's a there was a million possibilities, especially later in the episode too, when uh, when Colson and Mac are talking about losing hands, and I'm like, oh please, Mac, don't. <laughs> I didn't please. put that together. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It was just my maybe my, my my way of thinking, but I was like, oh no. Now that oh, would no. be funny though. He, you know, how does how does Mac lose his hand? He was signing a check. Yeah, you or, you know, signing the receipt at the checkout line, uh, you know, in, at Walmart or something, oh, and the, the pen goes off and blows his hand off. But, I, that, it's one of those ones. I was like, oh no, you know, I know these writers, and they they mentioned this and they mentioned that, and I'm like, oh, and he's talking about he likes that tech upgrade. Oh my goodness, this is what's gonna happen. Well, and, and speaking of the tech upgrade, I mean, that's what Colson gets from from yeah, it's like, yeah. He has a brand new hand. It's just here, here's yeah. a little uh, lunchbox with a hand in it, kind of thing. Um, yeah, but then we find out. I mean, as proud as Coulson and Mac are for being up in the air for six weeks, um, they don't get to see each other very much. And uh, you know, this is a, a conversation for Fitz and Simmons, but it's a shame he said that we don't get to see each other very much, any of us. And so, yeah, our family has been splintered. They haven't been broken, but there's they've splintered some. Yeah. So. Yeah, and even the the new people didn't even know who Mac and Coulson were. So when they walked in the That's lab, right. and That's the guy's right. like, "Hey, you can't enter," and it's like, "Whoa, do you know who these people are?" Yeah, yeah. That's that's the former director. So well, yeah, imagine. I mean, you're you're Coulson. If you've yeah. ever been an intern in your life, uh, and you you've may have made that mistake. I'm not saying I have, but I I, I have. So yeah, yeah. I know well, that I've, feeling. I've made it as a manager. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, where I didn't know who someone was, and I've been there for two months. They've been there for twenty years, but I just haven't seen them. Yeah, you and, just don't know. Yeah, and so yeah, it, it, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> and oh. yeah, that guy went off into the corner somewhere. It's like, oh man, I'm I'm going to be demoted to pink or whatever colors they're using because <laughs> they're not using numbers anymore. Oh, they can't use the levels. That's 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 out the door. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get to that with with May, but um, <laughs> from there we cut to a scene of Quake doing getting ready stuff, and she's mm-hmm. back in her van, back to season one. That was fun. Yeah, it's that a little rising fun. rising tide action. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we cut to the SUV guy who was thrown in the trunk. He's getting interrogated, and it's it's not it's not nice. <laughs> It's no, it's pretty no. brutal, and and then it feels like okay, it just it's going to get a little more brutal because that's where the guy who's interrogating him says, "If you won't tell me, you'll have to tell him." So what does that mean exactly? That's some speculation we're going to have to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because of the way Ghost Rider works, um, in the original Ghost Rider, he has a spirit of vengeance. And and there's also some sort of uh, weird demon thing going on for a little while there. Um, Now, those original Ghost Riders had made deals with the actual devil about their for their soul um but then hold it off at bay by by doing some of the stuff that they're doing and uh the new all new ghost rider i'm not going to spoil at all who it is mm-hmm. um but he actually it's almost like a firestorm relationship where it's it's this young guy who has the body and the powers and then there's another person's voice in his head an actual another actual human being and so the question is is this a spirit of vengeance or is this that other person that I don't want to spoil, but um, or I mean, is it someone else completely different? Yeah, that's that that that's that's kind of you know the ooh, it's it's a big it's a big question because I think that in, in the MCU everything's been so um, so grounded in science that um, <laughs> you know it, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting uh, even to speculate about it. It's just like anything that you go away from where it's a. Uh, uh, some kind of a multi-dimensional being or an alien or something like that. Anything other than those those options, it's it's definitely breaking new ground in the MCU. So, if it happens to be a, you know a spirit of vengeance, and it happens you know in, in this person, then they're going to use some kind of penance stare type thing. And or if it's you know this, another entity that's taking it, either either or even one of those, if those could, could happen to be the answer, it's it's definitely new ground for the MCU. So. And I've heard that they were saying basically, you know what, we're going to have Ghost Rider, but when you go see Doctor Strange, that'll explain how magic works here. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope nice. we get. I, I really hope we get um, a, a little bit more of the um, the how the, the origin. I, I I wouldn't expect it necessarily in the first episode. No, but no, 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 yeah. When they get to that episode or, or those series of episodes where they explain how this power came to um came to Robbie Reyes then 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 we can probably you know then we can answer that part of it but um there's definitely you know power of uh, persuasion here there's oh, some yeah. uh, there's some kind of a superpower that can get the truth out of this person so yeah so the, i guess everything really it's like everything's on the board at this moment like, you don't know like there's even you know if they keep in the the theme of Agents of Shield, then it would have to be some kind of an inhuman power, and and Robbie Reyes is, is interpreted it as something more supernatural, and that could be something from his upbringing um, that we haven't mm-hmm. learned yet. Um, so he's interpreting this, you know, if he got it so the Terra Genesis, if he went through that, and then he's interpreting it this way, and the power manifests itself this way. Um, then you got to think about Lincoln. What Lincoln said about the inhuman powers of being something that's needed, and so um, you know maybe something in uh, you know Robert Reyes's background when he went through Terra Genesis. I mean, there's there's uh, there's there, I mean there, all of these options are open, which I think is awesome for a first episode of a, a new season. So, yeah. and even though this isn't Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider, yeah, I mean they can easily just say, okay, well we're going to use that mythology though. We're going to yeah, use yeah, yeah. that that template. Um, They've done it before with other characters. Yeah. I mean, you look at um, it's just sticking in the uh, you know with, with the MCU characters that we know, like somebody like a Falcon, where in the comic he has this psychic connection with birds. You know, that's that's something that they didn't do in the in the movies at all, and they've made it this more of a tech-based thing. But ha- imagine had they kept that 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 aspect of it, how different the character would be. And so, and then you know, kind of Scarlet Witch is she magic? Is it power? They've never really explained. Is she an inhuman? Is she just you know? They say that she was transformed by the stone, but how? Yeah. So there yeah. Are, there are some things that they they've introduced 
that um you know our characters they have that there is some of these um more supernatural um power that um you know they haven't really explained so yeah i i i'll be honest i hope he's not an inhuman yeah i i, I do too. Uh, i i hope it really is something extra paranormal um mm-hmm. i mean not necessarily magic uh but you may the idea of an extra dimensional being mm-hmm. being the spirit of vengeance you know and yeah. i mean with ghost rider the original with uh johnny blaze they get in some really well i mean you anytime you have a deal with the devil you're getting to religious territory by uh, its very name yeah I mean, just because that's that's the name you use yeah. so you're gonna um, have to go down that road but with uh you know there's there is the possibility of the the spirit of vengeance being an extra dimensional being who actually, you know, is basically a, an anti-hero or, mm-hmm. you know, an, an extra dimensional version of, um, you know, a vigilante anti-hero, like a punisher or something like that. And so there's, there's a lot of ways this can go. Most of them I'm pretty excited for. Um, yeah. And some of them are just kind of, Oh, in humans we've, we've been there and I know we're going to come back to it, but I'd much rather see this be something else because it is so there is so much possibility to it. Yeah. Especially with, you know, we were just talking about Dr. Strange. I mean, we don't really know what the, how Dr. Strange's powers work and you know that, because that element is going to be, you know, how they tie that into the rest of the MCU. And then, you know, it seems like they're, they're definitely going um, two feet in into this, into this side for sure with this new character. Yeah. Yeah. So um, after that, uh, Colson and Mac, come to los angeles and meet an inhuman asset and it's yo-yo yeah so much fun to see her again uh now there's an awkward moment with her and mac uh (laughs) there apparently was some a dinner in their past uh that's all that i was able to get out of out of what their interaction there was seems like she wanted more and he was pulling back i'm not sure exactly but there's rules about fraternizing with assets in the field and i don't know exactly what that means because uh, Fitz and Simmons are allowed to fraternize. I, mean, I, I wonder. We, we see the, them fraternizing. Yeah, at the end. yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, I wonder if it has something to do with her. Um, if if because she she definitely towards the end of season three, she was you know the, the, we had the secret wars, but was she she was never really officially made an agent like Lincoln was. Um, I know she was given some she had some lanyard you know credentials type thing to you know to get in and out of the base, but it didn't seem like. She became a full agent of, of, of Shield at that during any time. That at least that we didn't see it. Well, I think that she. I mean, Lincoln was an agent. Yeah, he made, he was official, she, but agent. she was like the secret warrior. Like it's just yeah. okay. These are these are assets that we're going to come to when we need them. Yeah. Um. But Lincoln, being an actual agent, like he's there because it's his duty. It's his job. Yeah. Um. But with her now, I mean, she's she's in. You know, they're they're checking in with her. She's definitely part of Shield. Um, and then you also have, she, she knows why they're there. She says yeah. you are here because there's been a lot of little earthquakes lately. It could, it could also too, if you think about Max character, I mean, he, he, um, he was very close to, um, to Bobby with Mockingbird and, you know, being that she's now, you know, who knows where, but she's gone. Um, Daisy just gone. So like people that he could be like a little defensive too, like, cause that just happens. And yeah, so, yeah. Well, I, I know where Mockingbird is. I mean, she. She was canceled before she had a chance. So, so Daniel's spinoff podcast, welcome to level. Hey girl, um, is never, ever going to happen, but 
like, hey girl could come at any moment there's always room for guest stars so it'd be a very good for, man because they did the goodbye but yeah mid-season you know daisy needs an ally and um you know mockingbird pops in there with hunter with us you know giving a good coat quip so like you know who's this flaming guy over here or yeah. something <laughs> you know I, could, I don't know he could have some hunter level quip about um about our ghostwriter friends yeah yeah i especially now that shield has expanded i mean mm-hmm. that's the way to bring them back in is okay shield's expanded and and you guys are you guys are assets again but um man man what a wasted lost opportunity with those characters and I, I not to get too too sidetracked on that but even the 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 side characters that they propose for for um uh, most wanted, like those actors, or, or I've seen them in other things, and they they're they're really they're good actors, and so yeah, just be it would be it'd be cool to have a a bottle episode, maybe uh, you know if they did if they've ever done the the pilot that we just get a a bottle episode of what that pilot was like, and somehow tie that all in, that would be a that would be a wish, yeah. but yeah, but uh, but going back to Mac though, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of his mind state because you know, depending upon how what you know we, what we didn't see for those six months that we skipped forward on. Um, <laughs> You know who know because you know Max probably going through a lot. He's like think, you know he seemed like he knew um, you know Bobby for a long time. Like they've they've probably been friends for you know it seems like they're maybe the whole time they've been agents. Yeah, there was a we tight really, friendship there. Yeah, and so ha- not having her around, and then all of a sudden now Daisy, you know everything happened with Daisy, and then how how brutal it was with between him and Daisy at the end there too, where you know where she was essentially attacking him. And um, you know, left him pretty bad, you know, hurt, and mm-hmm. not just not just physically, but emotionally, um, you know, because he was really trying hard to bring her back in. Um, so a lot happened to you know for Mac at the end of season three. So in, you know, in your head, you can kind of maybe fill in some some emotional emotional scars there that you know he maybe was uh, trying to keep a little distance between him, the fraternizing with uh, with Yo Yo, especially somebody he knows is going to be out in the field. You know he's going to be have to be in the plane for six months and not know what's happening. So I don't know. Maybe he's not ready for that that yet. Yeah. Well, and that that in workplace romance is really. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's a good idea to as much as possible try and stay away from. That. I've I've seen some workplace romances work out, um, but I've also seen the things get really awkward. It, for me, when it comes to a sci-fi show, too, I'm I, it's I'm not a shipper. That's not my thing. I, I'm I'm a world builder. If you know, if you're gonna talk about like why you would watch it, mm-hmm. and one of the main reasons, if you watch a, if you watch any show that has sci-fi elements and you're a shipper, and they build a relationship, it's it's to you know humanize the the the, the crazy situation. So they're gonna exploit that, <laughs> and they're gonna tear that that relationship apart, and they're gonna challenge it and destroy it, or you know so. You know, if that's how you're watching the show, you know, it's uh, not only is it bad for workplace, uh, it's also bad sometimes if you're getting too invested on a sci-fi show and there's a very strong relationship. They're going to – they're definitely going to pull on that thread. Yeah, there's going to be problems. Yeah, because you can't have a spirit of vengeance and then and not have any, any humans acting like humans. Like, you know, you can't just go all spirit of vengeance. You have to have the human element yeah. to kind of balance it all out. Well, and that's where – I mean my fear is they have really set up Fitz and Simmons oh, as oh – as just this really, you know, great couple, cute couple, yeah. that that is not going to last. I mean, oh, as much nice. as they've already been through to get to the point where they are, yeah. you almost want them to wait to get to that point in the series finale so yeah. that nothing happens to them afterward to make it really bad. 
Yeah, I I definitely feel for the 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 Fitzsimmons shippers because that's just oh man, I yeah. Well, that's I'm our next you. scene is is we get into yeah. uh, Fitz coming in, into Ra- Radcliffe's place and the LMD is there, and that's <laughs> that's a whole monkey wrench right there with uh, with Simmons and and what they have to do with that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's secrets are bad on these kind of shows. So <laughs> yes. Yes, but especially see, these level, these level of secrets too. These are very bad level secrets. There's not normal level secrets. These are world affecting. But they level. have to keep it secret because if they tell Simmons, she will end up telling the director because they set up yeah. this whole lie detector thing. Yeah, once uh, again, the director having a big role, uh, yeah. unseen role. So Fitz comes and sees the life model decoy, the LMD. This is something that comes way, way back in Shield lore to the first shield uh story is nick fury's got this lmd situation going it's a robot that looks and acts exactly like a person and usually in in the marvel comics this lmd is going to have the personality of a person who exists and like dum dum dugan who in in the, the current continuity is not the original Dum Dum Dugan. He's a life model decoy of Dum Dum Dugan. He has the personality, he has the memories, but he also has a body that as soon as it blows up, the the mind gets uploaded to the next body. And he's a he's a walking talking robot. And our LMD here is more like data. Um it's it seems to be a an original creation. I don't know if Radcliffe is recreating anybody with that. But um, his idea is to use it as a, um, oh, to use it as a decoy, you know, to send the the LMD out when people could get hurt. And so now the LMD is out there and that is the target. And then the real people are able to like sneak around behind the bad guy or whatever. Um, He mentions that um, the Ada computer passed the Turing test which is a test that um, you give a robot where if a human is, a, is interacting with the artificial intelligence and doesn't suspect that it's an artificial intelligence, that's, that's kind of passing that. There, there's more to it than that, but that's passing yeah. the, the Turing test. But the problem is Radcliffe is not allowed to experiment without approval. Yeah, that was he said it was part of his pardon. I guess yeah, the president yeah. gave him the pardon, so it was the very explicit. Don't be doing this kind of nonsense. And he's doing the nonsense. He's doing the nonsense. <laughs> and and Fitz is frustrated, but Fitz is, Fitz thought he's getting invited over for for beers and a game. Yeah, yeah, two six packs ready to go. <laughs> yeah, and it was uh, total setup. And of course, the the LMD walks out before Radcliffe intended it to, and also walks out. Bare naked. Once again, our 10 o'clock. Yeah. 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 And uh, I love Fitz's reaction, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just, oh, oh, sorry. I, uh, uh, I mean, it's a, it was a very natural human reaction that he gave to a situation that's just completely ridiculous, uh, even if it wasn't an LMD. But then yeah. it turns out that it is an LMD, and it's, it's got a little bit of a, a glitch going on. Yeah. Uh, hello, I'm glad to find – hello, I'm glad to find – and just keep saying that. Um, until Radcliffe's able to come and put a robe on her and, and, and stop her. So, but that's, did you, action. did you ever seen, uh, uh, Ex Machina that you seen that one? It's, I think it was, was it Ex Machina. Was that a movie? Yeah, it was a movie with, um, 
Oh, anyway, it's off topic, but yeah, it, there's a similar situation of how they're creating creating a um, uh, a robot, and so it, it almost it reminded me of that situation. I almost wondering if the creators uh, may have been drawn a little bit from that. Well, and they're also drawing a little bit from Ultron. Yeah, oh, definitely the Ultron. Uh, and they, they, I mean, they mention it. <laughs> they yeah, mention they mention it. It's very direct. Like you know, Ultron, right? You know, it didn't work out too well. Yeah, yeah, and that's where he says. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. This isn't yeah, the scene bit. necessarily, yeah. but he <laughs> says, uh, well, it's not an AI. It's a human mimic or it's, <laughs> it's human mimicry. It's not an actual <laughs> artificial intelligence. So, yeah. uh, okay. All sure. Right. <laughs> sure. Mad scientist, uh, explanation towards the, um, the destructive killing bot that's in its future. Well, and that's, I, again, it's speculation here. I have no idea where they're going with this. I just know they revealed the LMD kind of thing in the at the season finale of season three. Yeah. We didn't know where it was going to go from there. And now here they've explained the LMD and mm-hmm. why he's created it or why he says he's created it and what it, it, it is. It's not an AI. It's a human mimic. But um, what are they going to do with this? Because this is a plot point. This is... They spend a yeah. lot of time here, and I don't think it's just something that's going to cause a relationship rift between Fitz and Simmons when she finds out she's been hiding this or he's been hiding this from her. Yeah, you know, it really Are depends. Going- yeah, you know, I mean, go, skipping a few a few scenes ahead, and we were speculating that what are going back and going ahead here. We're speculating like, what is Ghost Rider? What is the? Is there a spirit? Is it extra dimensional? And then later on, you know, we see this this lost arc opens, right? So I know we're skipping yeah. it a little bit, yeah. but but we don't know the nature of those type of beings. Can they inhabit a um, a robot, for example? And that oh. becomes the AI, you know. So now it's a that ghost a, lady could a be... ghost lady inhabits the body uh-huh. and becomes killer robot that way. So it's like a almost like a, a supernatural um, a, computer virus. Well, uh, a, a literal ghost in the machine. A ghost in the machine exactly. So you know, if they don't do that, that's a really cool idea. I know that I was I, I mean this this is this is my brain thinking. So that's what I connected just the way I was kind of connected to those other things with the <laughs> Max hand, but um Well, because if they don't go there, yeah. Uh they are running the risk of low rent TV Ultron, <laughs> you know, like that's what I'm afraid of. Because any kind of, you know, it, it would be it would be the perfect um, Fitz Simmons fake science ex- explanation moment to, you know, have um, this whatever human mimic or whatever he wants to call it, then inhabit it by this spirit thing, and then we find out there's some kind of you know science explanation for the spirit. Um, I'm uh, sure there will be. I, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. you the the, yeah. the the lady ghost thing. And 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 to take this 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 crazy theory of mine uh, one step forward, there back in season one, there's the episode repairs yep. where that guy goes transdimensional. He gets hit by some kind of explosion, and it he's in between dimensions, and and everyone thinks that the lady has uh, telekine- telekinesis, but it ends up he's a somewhat of a spirit, or he's just a person trapped between. But there's an essence of him that can physically manipulate things in both realms, and he's not sure where he is. Um, it would be interesting if they went back because they do they have done that before. Go back to something that we forgot about um, earlier that they introduced and spin that idea as being connected to um, something. Um, 
And then my crazy theory, I mean, this is my crazy theory. So I'm, I have one more piece of evidence for it. The guy who directed this episode, also his first on, on an Age of the Shield episode was Repairs. So there could be something there. And, 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 and I, I, have, I, I don't think you're crazy. I have some more crazy stuff, too, that relates wow. to how Daisy and Ghost Rider interact, too, that relates to the fact of this director and the episodes that he directed. But um, Well, this one, I don't think it's that crazy. Yeah, this um, one is definitely, I'm thinking, I, you know, depending on, like, once again, it's like, how do they, inter- how do they actually explain Ghost Rider? Um, and then how they explain these, um, the specters that we've seen uh, later on in the episode. And then you know, maybe that does tie back together. Yeah, and I think also you could tie a little bit to uh, Agent Carter season two. It's very true. Very with, true. Uh, if... oh, what was his name? I don't know. I know. Handsome scientist guy who yeah, he gets trapped, and then he they have to get the machine together, and they have to. And he's slowly put... losing himself, you know. Yeah, and, it's not um, eating. Um, yeah. Well, all the Agent Carter fans have now um, deleted this episode. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. We love Agent Carter. I <laughs> no. don't think there was a Wilkes, right? No. Isn't what the W Wilkes? It might be. I don't have IMDb. Well, <laughs> anyway, so. this was a side tangent that we weren't yeah. prepared for. So no, no, but I, I'm reminded of him. Yeah, and I think that there is th- someone on the Welcome to Level Seven team thread that we have right now said, "Okay, what's your prediction about Ghost Rider or something like that?" And and my I I only had a, a brief moment as I was walking down the hall from one meeting to another to answer, and I just said extra dimensional you know, shenanigans or something like that. And I feel like that a lot of the ghost writer and a lot of the ghost stuff that we're seeing here is going to be explained in, in the idea of, of yeah. other dimensions. And it's uh, it's Jason Wilkes and it was played by the awesome Reggie Austin. So yeah, it was Wilkes. All right. Wilkes, good, 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 uh, good. I have some, I have some agent Carter knowledge too. So yeah. well, I was good <laughs> reaching into the recesses. So. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that, uh, that tangent to go that direction, but it, you, that makes a lot of sense that they would tie it to, uh, agent Carter. And there was the, the dark energy. It was, did they call it dark energy or dark matter? What did they call it? They called it. <laughs> Maybe we should stop asking questions about agent Carter. Not asking questions about agent Carter. <laughs> but that, I, I mean, that link, that, that would definitely link to that. And then we had our, um, our friend uh, back to uh, to season one two who had the dark the dark energy powers who was attacking the cellist. So yes. So oh kind of tie, man, what a great episode! I, yeah, and so kind of maybe to tie all of these things together because you know to say that they haven't introduced these these unknowns, it's not necessarily true if they explain it this way. So yeah. um, there's definitely some you know well known. Uh, MCU slash Agent Carter slash Agents of Shield uh, canon to to pull from that it wouldn't be completely out of uh, left field to say this is similar to or it actually is so yeah. this is another version of this 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 dark energy um, realm and and that and that actually uh, kind of ties into with um, uh, Florida Dark World if you think about it too when um, yes. You know when uh, Jane Foster she gets taken over, and so that's and that and that goes back and that ties into an Infinity Stone. So this power, you know, maybe ultimately with Ghost Rider and things, you know, draws some energy or some connection back to to you know an Infinity type type thing too. So there could be that kind of connection. Who, who knows? But yeah. well, it's all speculation right now. But I mean, we can only speculate based on what we've seen, um, and but- and we've seen a lot of stuff. So. There's a lot of MCU uh, canon out there that we can we can definitely speculate about. So until they fill in that gap for us, we're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> there's really it's unknown. Yeah. 
So from here we go to uh, Yo-Yo and Daisy. Yo-Yo is an informant for Daisy. And she gives her some details what was going on in Los Angeles. And the local gangs are working for the watchdogs who are still around. Um, and, and this is where we get some of what Daisy's thinking. She doesn't want roots. She doesn't want to have anything holding her back. And that's, that explains a lot of why she wants to just stay away from our, our team. Because that's her family. Uh, but if that's her family, then that's, that's trouble for her. Um, yeah. And the the whole this is where one of our themes comes out, or not a theme, but something we come back to a lot. Everyone gets attached to someone or something eventually. Yeah, and and she doesn't want that to happen. So I made a, I made a joke on Twitter that she went from riding the bus to now she is riding the bus. The bus so, yeah. <laughs> so her her modes of transportation, she's she's, she's really street level in in this um, in this episode, which I which actually I love. I mean, I I think. You know, Ghost Rider aside, the best character in this episode is L.A. itself. Getting to be L.A. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that that definitely um, you know grounds the 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 situation, but it it, it puts it in the context of of, of you know of, of the, a particular place too, not just um, you know these supernatural things or these agents using powers, but you know you know our our. Um, you know our agents are they're they're going they're going to you know to a place they're going to LA like it has you know it has its own character now LA itself is a big part of the all new ghost rider comic as well most I mean, definitely the, the the setting is an important element to particularly all east the stuff LA, that happens too. yeah particularly yeah. east LA so if it, it's probably a little maybe too 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 draw, um narrowed down for maybe the TV show I, I mean I don't know maybe they will maybe they won't but I mean I think it connects to to like how we how we view the you know the netflix shows where you know it's about a neighborhood or yeah. it's a, a, a yeah. it's about new york and so it's a much more traditional way of, of a comic book show, uh you know to view it's like i'm protector of this place mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so we're kind of being for the this is really the first time i think um i saw a little bit of yo-yo actually um last season where she was kind of protecting her particular city from the corrupt police but we haven't really had that the it's always been i mean when you saw world building it's like you know it could happen anywhere in the world where they you know all these missions that they go on so it's kind of a new kind of a new wrinkle for agents to show to be in just one city and later on we also when she gets off the bus um she sees she sees a graffiti artist yeah uh who's painting Mm -hmm. ghost rider on, on the wall and it's uh you know he says uh everyone who sees his face ends up on this wall <laughs> and, and it seems like I've seen something like that in some sort of '70s horror anthology TV show or something where um, you see someone and you end up in the painting. You know, you're dead. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. where my, my mind went. Obviously, okay. that's not what they're doing, but no. um, you know, just that idea that uh, they're they're kind of painting the victims of of Ghost Rider on the wall there. And I, I like that they're you know they're also it's like they're it's like they're creating this uh like we're going back to that mythology. It's like you're. Like there's the there's the mythology that we as the audience are getting, but there's like the characters and the people. Like you get a feeling that the people are in the in this you know fictional you know fictional LA. Mm-hmm. They're they've you know either adopted or they they fear or they know about and they have these you know thoughts. Just the way we're probably thinking, you know, what the heck is this Ghost Rider? Like, what yeah. is the powers? Like they're they're coming to their own conclusions too, and they're 
you know, they, like this guy seems, you know, I don't know if he's uh, admiring, but he's definitely uh, taking the time to to create art, you know, using an image. So, yeah. Well, and it's the kind of thing you can just imagine them like talking about in whispers, you know, Most and, definitely. and uh, when people are getting together, you know, whether it's uh, at the barbershop or after church or whatever the social gathering might be. But they're, they're talking yeah. about this thing that people have you know, a friend of a friend has seen that's, that's the feeling I get here is that a friend of a friend knows about what happened to these bad people. Yeah. It's like that, you know, you were, you were mentioning Batman begins, I think, you know, in another context, but that, that scene in dark Knight where they're all sitting at that table and they're talking about the Batman Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's like, it's like you you can imagine those type of scenarios with the ghost rider, you know, there's, you know, people sitting there and having a discussion about who this, who this thing, you know, what is this thing that's, that's affecting our city. So, um, back at the base, uh, May and Simmons have a little bit of a head to head kind of thing. Uh, we find out about the spectrum of security. We are mm. not changing the podcast name to welcome to level red or anything <laughs> like that, but the director doesn't want to use numbers because he doesn't want anyone to feel less than, which is, so this is where you start wondering, okay, is the director supposed to be like kind of a joke? Is it, you know, this whole, you know, this less than thing is that whole, uh, everyone wins a trophy kind of thing. And yeah. It's hard. It's hard to tell where exactly where that no, the thinking is. Uh, yeah. But yeah. It, it is kind of funny. And, um, you know, there's level red, there's level yellow but there's also level orange and level orange isn't necessarily above level red but it has elements of red and yellow in it you know and it's it all makes sense if if you know i i, I will i will say though up until this point all of our agent, agents all of the characters for the most part have always been wearing black if, the, if the, we get star trek level you know breakdown of everyone wearing <laughs> all of our science crew has blue on and you know, our command crew is red yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Just I tonight, I had to explain to my kids about the 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 different colors on Star Trek are different, <laughs> yeah, different roles and and or at least different sections, you know. And um, but Simmons heard about L.A. and she's confronting May about it, and May basically, she is similar to the whole Fitz thing that's going to come up, which is if I told you, you're going to have to tell the director, mm-hmm. you don't have a choice literally because of this, this lie detector thing. So, yeah. Um, meanwhile, Colson and Mac are investigating at Canelo's. I'm going to say that wrong, but Canelo's body shop, uh, which is, I think again, from the comic, Straight from the comic, from yeah. uh, all new ghost Rider, and, and that's where we see Robbie in his day job. You know, mm-hmm. um, and this is also where we see Colson's hand has x-ray vision. And yeah, inside the truck, there are two bodies that they tore each other apart. Why did they do that? But they find this infinity sign and that's, that's going to be a good clue for them. And then the other thing that happens before we cut to the commercial break is that ghost rider uh, is going to kill the guy that he's been interrogating. And the guy says, I don't deserve to die. And the ghost rider says, everyone says that, but we know now he's Robbie. We know now he's that he's a regular guy who has like a, a job at a body shop for a car. But, um, He's he's also Ghost Rider. So we go into Act Four. Quake is investigating the car. I keep calling her Quake in my notes, but that's fine. Um, she's... We're, in, we're on the West Coast, LA, so you know, it makes sense to call some, you know the yeah. Quake 
you know, so she can she can hide her powers. Yeah, seriously. So, uh, no, that was an actual earthquake. That wasn't me. Exactly. Um, exactly. She's investigating the car and she's pretty, pretty clever about finding where, where this car might be, where it might come from. Um, but, uh, this is where, um, Simmons, she's, she sends May in because either I look incompetent or I'm colluding with you, but she has been clawing for power to do things to try and bring the band back together. She says, I think the director broke the band up on purpose. I've been trying to get as much power as I can, but now I have to send you, you have to get Colson because I can't lose this power. And yeah. And she's definitely, you know, full, full in at middle management, um, kind of, you know, she's 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 kind of getting heat from both sides. It appears she's kind of in the middle there, Simmons. Yeah, yeah, and she wants to please everyone. You know, she, yeah, she wants everyone to be happy and get along, but she wants the team. I mean, she, the, the family. Yeah, to get back together, and and so she's doing everything she can, but it means that her teammates see her as a little bit of a, a traitor. You know, definitely, even if it's not in her control. But they can't trust her to keep a secret. Why? Because she's going to have to do this lie detector test whenever she goes and sees the director. And we find out about that. That's why uh, Fitz says we can't tell Simmons about the LMD. We keep that secret. Because we have to wait until it's perfect. Uh, (laughs) and, And then we can. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is. We're perfect gonna... to go horrible, horrible, horrible. Yes. That's per- that. That's the perfect part of the moment. You know, be the ultimate plot twist is if nothing goes wrong with the LMD. That would definitely be playing on that that trope for yeah. sure. Um, so then we go to this gang where these guys, their delivery guys, uh, they had abandoned the two guys in the truck so that they could get the box to the people they're they're supposed to deliver it to. This this evil gang type of thing, and. Where are the other two guys? Well, they must have looked in the box because they tore each other apart. So we shot them, left them, brought the box. And whatever's in the box is powerful enough to bring their enhanced enemies to their knees. And this is where what you were talking about with uh, the Raiders of Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll come back to Daisy and, and Ghost Rider because they were cutting back and forth a little bit. But the box, mm-hmm. it opens and it causes them to see hallucinations, I think. I think that if you have – in this circle of people right there, yeah. you are not actually transforming, but you are seeing everyone else transform yeah. and, and turn into these goalie uh, zombie type things. Uh, but then there's yeah. also an actual ghost voice and a uh, yeah. a ghost that comes out of this. And this makes me wonder if that's whatever the spirit of vengeance in, in Robbie is, is possibly a, a ghost situation like this lady who's, who's here with these men uh, and, and can't be seen. It's a reasonable assumption based on what we have so far. Um, and then before we cut to commercial, uh, Daisy finally finds Ghost Rider at the the junkyard outside their body shop, and they get ready to go into battle against each other. And then we cut to commercial. So, yeah, we come back, and the gang members are killing each other. May comes just in time because Colson and Mac are spying on these guys to find out what's going on. But May comes in. 
they take down everybody um but there's a ghost presence so, yeah some there. some but you kind of see her hair move a little there so it does seem like it has some kind of physical effect and then the uh the scene before that, we're going back to the scene. The when the camera goes out, so it does have some effect on electronics, you mm-hmm. know, because Mac and and uh, Colson were, were watching some sort. I don't know if it was, it was, was it a drone or was it just a feed? I, I was well, sure. I, either way, I mean, either it, way, it, it, it has some kind of yeah, so. it has some kind of effect on electronics. So, so I, I I don't know what that effect is, but whatever this entity or hallucination, a ghost or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. scene has some sort of effect on electronics for sure. So then uh, Daisy and Robbie fight and mm. it's a cool fight. It's a good fight. It's a good t- it's for, for TV. It's a really good fight. That's really good um, for TV. And uh, this is where, you know, the, the flaming chains, it's not just chains with him. He picks up uh, some sort of yeah. steel pole and yeah. it starts fl- flaming and mm-hmm. um, he tries to kill her, ends up not going through with it, but. And she was asking for it, which I think, yeah. you know, character wise, well, I think that's what turned him off. Yeah, it definitely revealed something about her, though. Like yeah. what she, you know, like why she's been doing what she's been doing, and you know where she's at in her own place in the world. Yeah. And you know, I'm not really sure what exactly what she's searching for. We we still we know that she was battling the, the watchdogs, but we don't really know what her overall goal is of any of any of what she's doing. Yeah, is she a vigilante? Yeah. What's is the motivation? She, and yeah, is she yeah. just taking them down to take them down? And like when she left that hotel room, she left a giant stack of money, you know, really good tip for the, for the housekeeping. So, you know, is she like going to, you know, is she on some kind of back to that rising tide kind of being like a Robin hood? Like I'm going to steal from these bad guys and give it back to people. You don't really know what her overall goal is, but I you definitely get a sense. Like I am, I'm lost. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know my way anymore. Like, just finish me here. And I get a sense that she is doing the Robin Hood kind of thing. Kind of. Um, but again, what's pushing her to do that? And yeah. and she is using old tricks to do to do new things. You know, yeah. going, going back to the van, having the computers, and mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's a nice turn. It's a nice return. Um, and if she hadn't had been that character back in first season, yeah, uh, it wouldn't mean as much, obviously. Here, yeah, in this H- Hacker Sky, it's definitely it, it plays huge here in this in this episode. Uh, and so then we have um, kind of the the end of the episode montage where we see Simmons and Fitz fraternizing a little bit, and we see um, where everybody is. Well, we also see where Robbie is, and yeah. Robbie. Uh, comes in contact with a car and in the car is, well, I don't know if they name him. I can't remember if they drop his name, but it would seem mm. to me to be Gabe. Yeah. Uh, if if yeah. they didn't drop his name, uh, the, the brother in the comic is yeah. Gabe and, and the brother in the comic has, uh, he has a couple different disabilities. This brother seems like he just has a physical disability where he's, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, in the comic it's, there's also a, a, a mental handicap as well. But, um, and this is where uh, Daisy's watching, and she repeats again, everyone is attached to something. Yeah. She definitely seems to be surprised by, by it. Um, yes. You know, kind of like, oh, wow, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Kind of, kind of a look on her, on her face. Yeah, well, he's, you definitely get the impression, and this is, I think, the impression we, we are meant to get. He's, he's just a guy. You yeah. know, he, he's a guy who's trying, he, he's a high school dropout um, who's got a brother who has special needs. Yeah. 
And okay, well that that right there um, opens up the character, but he's also the spirit of vengeance. Yeah, he has so, the that weight on his on his yeah. on his soul on his shoulders, you know. Yeah, and so then uh, for our post credit, May and Colson are playing backgammon, and what I didn't know what we were gonna. I thought we were gonna have him go before the the director, and that was gonna be the you know we end it right there. The big reveal, <laughs> but no, our our post credit reveal here is that she has a vision of Colson looking like a zombie. So. She's been affected by the box, or yeah. she's been affected by the ghost in the box. Yeah. Well, she had the um, she had those tech goggles on. I don't know if there was an effect because of that too. But going back to my 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 theory that this these these are somewhat techno based uh, spirits, so you know maybe that you know can like she has that that hardware on her. Mm-hmm. Maybe that can also kind of affect what she uh, affects what her what her vision was seeing. Yeah, but but those guys didn't. Well, you know, they didn't. They didn't. The, the gang yeah. members didn't. So yeah, so yeah, it's there's definitely something there. There's there's something more than just a science ex- explanation for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, or, or they'll try and make it a sciency thing. So <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, they, well, we'll they've see. done it before. They, they they did that when they did it with Hive. It definitely shown that they can. You know, you can have similar where you're being affected mentally and having visions or whatnot, and you know that. And and so that's 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 the thing here now. So Hive is kind of a stepping stone between Agents of Shield season one and two, which were definitely more the science based kind of thing, yeah. and the spy based kind of thing. Yeah. And and Hive kind of bridges the gap there as we then come into this very very, I mean I I think a very different Agents of Shield episode. Yeah. Uh, I think this is probably what we're going to be getting. Uh, with that 10 o'clock hour with 10 o'clock violence. Yeah. Um, and that allows them to do the Ghost Rider thing the way that they're doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. The other vibe that I got is I feel like this season and bringing Ghost Rider in like this is in some ways a response to the Netflix stuff, which is so popular and has received such acclaim. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was really constantly being compared yeah. To the Netflix stuff. Like, why can't Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. be like the Netflix? Be as good as Daredevil. Be as good as, as Jessica Jones. Yeah. And the with the violence, with the blood, with with all of that stuff, you, they're, they feel like, to me, they're, they're going there. I actually think, um, in terms of the, the Netflix model, I, 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 the, I think everyone focuses on the, the violence, the, you know, the, the, the sex and, and that part of it, of the Netflix being, that's why these shows are the way they are. But I actually think it's more of a narrative style too, because you're focused on one hero and you're not focused on as, even though I think they did, this episode did a great job of kind of balancing a little bit of everyone's story, but I still think very much like the, the narrative flow of this episode is Daisy on the street meeting Ghost Rider. All these other stuff, things are happening, just like you do on Daredevil and some and, and Jessica Jones, and you know, hopefully, we'll see the same thing with um, with uh, Luke Cage. But it's still kind of focused on one one particular hero doing in, in one place, and not kind of moving around in one city mm-hmm. and and interacting with that city in a very um, you know visceral way. And, and I think that. I think that to me was the biggest vibe in terms of the Netflix connection to the to the way that they they wrote and they 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 presented this particular episode of the show. So it, it has me excited because I think unlike those other shows, 
because they don't really connect into the bigger MCU world necessarily. Um, there's elements they mention things and there's that, but but Agent Shield, whether the movies want to acknowledge it or not, um, Shield has done a great job of you know recognizing and fitting in with the larger themes of the movie the movie side, and I think um, it's exciting to think of the possibilities that they can do. You know the stories that they can tell narratively, where you have like this, you know, this the element of the the watchdogs is kind of just out there, and 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 Daisy doesn't even know why they're connecting up with these street gangs, and there's just like there's a lot of little little threads here that they've they've dropped. That um, if we know Shield, sometimes they don't even answer them until towards the end of the season. Yeah. They kind of you know sprinkle it throughout, and you then at the end of the season, you're like oh wow, these all kind of came together. So the idea that this is going to be more Quake and Ghost Rider centric. At least for whatever amount of episodes we're going to get with these two um, in LA, I mean, it's, I think it's really exciting because it's 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 like you said, it's very new, new, different from what we've been given before. But what feels same to me, though, and this maybe goes a little bit against what you're saying, but yeah, what feels same to me is I I do feel like we still have that, and this is going to this is usually used in a derogatory way, but kind of that soap opera thing. Where and when I say soap opera, I don't mean you know the the melodrama. I mm-hmm. mean I mean the 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 multiple plot threads yeah. um, cuz we have and, and I'm sure the box and the ghost are going to be tied in with the ghost rider yeah that's that just feels like they all go together have, yeah but we also be. have the LMD which might get mm-hmm. tied in there as well but with Radcliffe and and Fitz and we have Simmons and the director and we have Colson and Mac with uh with Daisy trying to do that situation and and so um and then you have Daisy and Ghost Rider. And so I, I, I do feel like we were still kind of not necessarily juggling a whole bunch of subplots because these might all tie together, but definitely juggling all the characters. Yeah. And and I think you're right as far as the Netflix series so far. They have had that singular vision. Like there's stuff going on around Jessica Jones, but it's about her. It's about her. One and, character story. Yeah. And there's stuff going on around Matt Murdock, but mm-hmm. it's it's mainly about him. And although I guess season two with, with uh, Punisher, um, you, you, you throw that element in there and, and you did, but it was him. It was their, it was their conflict. It, it was their relationship. Yeah. Though. It wasn't any, it wasn't necessarily any kind of Punisher on his own in a different city or any of the other stuff was still yeah. very much related to it. It was Punisher is in my city. He's in my city. And yeah. I'm, I'm taking care of him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I actually think that's actually a really good analogy of how I think maybe this Daisy Ghost Rider um, relationship, if people have seen season two of Daredevil, kind of, I can see kind of playing out in a similar way. Maybe not, you know, exactly plot wise, but kind of like two two different versions of a similar goal. Absolutely, and, yeah. And, and but having way different tactics, way different, but kind of learning from each other, but maybe then realizing, no, I, I have my own way of doing it, and kind of. You do your thing, and, and you know the classic. You know, heroes have to fight each other before they know they're heroes. <laughs> yep. and, yeah, you know, yeah. like oh, I found out we're friends after I punched you in the face a few times. You know, so that's that kind of classic, uh, you know, uh, com- comic book trope. So I, I think that's definitely at play here, and so and we see that at the end with you know Daisy's reaction to seeing him with his, with, you know, you know, with his brother there, and um, you know, I, I, you know, it's it, it, it it's good. It, there's 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 a lot there that for in the first episode, so you know they can go in a lot of different directions depending upon. And yeah. they they are both. See, I actually here's a nice dichotomy though. Yeah. Quake is seen as a bad guy because oh, of the things that yeah, she's doing. Yeah, definitely. And and uh, but actually, I mean, she's doing these things 
she's going after bad guys. Ghost yeah. Rider, I think, goes a little bit beyond the line where I say he's good, you know, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. he's he's murdering uh, or, or he's killing. I mean, he's not killing in self-defense. He has a guy chained up yeah. who can't who's helpless and he's just going to run him down. Yeah. And but it's bad guys he's going after. Yeah. And and so. Uh, but he's also then seen as kind of a, a maybe a folk hero among the people you know, of the city. I mean, you got yeah. the guy doing the the, uh, the the graffiti, and you know Ghost Rider is up on a mural not because hey he's evil you know and and yeah. we don't like evil things uh, so let's let's immortalize them on the on the wall you know it's there's they see I, I think the people of L.A or at least the people who know of him in LA uh, see him as someone who's good because he's helping them. Or if you're a, a gangbanger, you know, he's, yeah, he's coming gonna, after uh, you. Yeah. You're not going to see him that way. Yeah. So. Well, I think even, um, you know, the way that um, I think Daisy reacts even after their, their encounter. And then, you know, obviously later on, I think she's, you know, she's definitely, you know, assessing all of these things. She's, there's still information that she doesn't have. Um, you know, because I think there was a scene where she finds she's you know, she's looking on the computer and she sees the 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 headlines too about like people you know weird strange bodies being burned and I think she's she, I think the search thing was like uh, was like bodies unexplained death uh, burned suspicious death in East LA she, that was the I, I I actually paused it and she was searching for those things and you see these three um, or four incidents that come up and so she that's her information so she says oh i have these four deaths they're in these different parts of la and you know it's like a, i think it was a count it was a councilman a, a teacher uh, another then various bodies in um in one of the one in a park in, okay. in a walnut yeah yeah walnut park. so she 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 only has so much information too and now it was not linked in the news article to ghost rider like it is for her with quake but um you know she sees wow this person's killing people and like but then she, when she confronts him, though, she yeah. says he went after um, a teacher while he was a pedophile. Exactly, he has you know? the he has the the the, the sin. You know, if you want to go, if we're going that route, you know, like he has that. You know, he knows why he did it. This is why I did it. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's true to the character in in a lot of its different variations. Is mm-hmm. that they're going after the evil ones, and yeah, and so yeah, yeah. Well, any other thoughts before we move on to feedback? No, I think uh, I think we got a lot. We got a lot. Yeah. Shield field report. So we don't have a lot of feedback. So let's actually, I shouldn't say we don't have a lot of feedback. We we have some stuff from the summer, but some of it is kind of I won't say irrelevant, but it's stuff that's been addressed already in this episode. Uh, speculations that either didn't come true or did come true, um, and some of it is just I'm I I've got a pile, you know, so I've got to figure out what am I doing with this. Because of the way we did our summer. Um, but we did get one. Uh, just, uh, we got a couple of messages here. One was from Michael Withers, who the subject line was Ben V. Ben. Okay. <laughs> now, the, uh, it got me intrigued already. OK, you? well, it's not going to go where you're maybe it's not the Superman V. Batman kind of thing. Oh. You know, or, uh, it's not a divorce. Or Martha. Like Martha. Uh, anyway, sorry. Um, it's not Kramer just... versus Kramer. But uh, he, he says, agents, what is the confusion here, agents? You are agents, so have <laughs> agent names or codes. Because this is where we were talking about Ben and Ben. Oh, who, yeah. where you get. Um, he says Agent A, Agent B, Agent Alpha, Agent Beta. Go comic book. Agent Amplitude, Agent Blowhard. Go older comic book. The Aardvark, the Badger. You get the idea. 
Anyway, <laughs> looking forward to the new season of the show and a new season of the podcast. And I think the really the only confusion that's going to come out of this is people will hear my voice in, in your voice. And I don't think we sound alike. I, I haven't so. listened. I mean, I've only listened to one episode, I should say, of us together. But um, what I'm hearing in my head right now <laughs> and what I'm hearing come out of my mouth right now sound different. Uh, the confusion will be where um, people are trying to write in and say when Ben said this or when Ben said that. And so we'll we'll figure it out. But for now, I did realize, you know, you can have Ben A and Ben B. And it's it not works. it's not one is first and one is second. It's just literally my last name is Avery. So there's Ben A and and then Ben B um, with Bidwell. So, yeah. um, you know, by the way, my initials, Ben Avery, B.A., I I, uh, I always had to play the part of B.A. when we would play a team because of my <laughs> initials. I was the least likely. I mean, you should have seen the scrawny little Benji that I was. But uh, yeah, scrawny Benji Avery right there. He used to be B.A. And I pitied the fool. I did. Um, so let's see here. We also have. Yeah, there's there's, there's this one here. Um, this, the subject line is LMD. And this is from uh, Agent Alejandro from somewhere in Jersey. He says, I know this letter is mad late. <laughs> Your letter is late? Us reading it. <laughs> That's what's late. Um, if you've already discussed this on the podcast, I apologize, particularly if, he, if my thought was already discussed. So I finished watching the finale and I loved the post credit scene. It got me thinking, who could the LMD be? So I've narrowed it down to five choices. One is really fun and pretty cool, but I don't think they'll go that way. The others are more likely, but I know uh, it's probably who it's probably going to be. So without further ado. So he gives, and this is one of those, like I said, we already know what's, what's going on here. Yeah. Um, but there's some really cool things, not necessarily with his prediction of who the LMD would be, but with his um, ideas of where they could go with the LMDs. Okay. And so number one, LMD of trip would be so cool to see him again. Uh, number two, LMD of um, hand, which, yeah, you know, she's, She's dead, and, and it was a shocking, but I didn't really have an emotional loss. But uh, it could be an interesting idea. Number yeah. three, an LMD of Lincoln. Um, yeah. But yeah. but he says specifically, I doubt they bring him back right after killing him. Number four, an LMD of Ward. Yes. Ward without the baggage and Hydra history. Man, if they want to bring back Ward, oh, man. this is the way to do it. I fully endorse this, by the way. This is 100% I endorse that idea. Okay. Well, will you endorse this idea? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And finally, the fun, cool thought I'm sure has already been discussed. Uh, secret here. It hasn't been. <laughs> I haven't heard this anywhere. Of course, I stopped listening to, to other S.H.I.E.L.D. podcasts because I just ran out of podcast listening time. And uh, yeah. he says, but if it if it hasn't, I'd like to thank you in advance for my no prize. Okay. So <laughs> here it is. Are you ready? All right. Peggy Carter. Oh, it would be so awesome. And we'll bring oh, a great new nice. dynamic to the show. Nice. nice. I thought, yeah. okay. And I'm going to have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so Ben, you do get to give a no prize, um, when, when you want to, I mean, we, we try and do just one per episode and I'm using one right here, but 
but uh, you do get to give them um, your your host. So, you know, feel free to stop and say, I need to drop one, but I'm dropping it right now. The no prize winner of the day. So you are the no prize winner of the day, Alejandro. <laughs> and, and honestly, you know, this is the kind of thing where with my kids, when they ask for candy, I'm less likely to give it to them just because they ask for it. Even if I have it and it's ready to be given to them, I don't yeah. want to because they ask for it. I, I like to just give it. But my friend, my friend, yeah. even though you thanked us in advance, you you got it. You deserve it. That was an yeah. awesome, awesome idea for what they could do with yeah. an LMD. And I would love, love, love to see that. Even if we only get it for just a moment, it would be awesome. I mean, that would be, hey, you're on ABC still. Can you come do a guest spot and just? <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah, no, yeah. Bring, hey, bring here's, back, bring Agent Carter. Any, any, any more Agent Carter we can get, I'm, 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 I'm on board for. But here's the question now, because I'm yeah. thinking, well, what if they brought back? Oh man, I'm a bad podcaster. I can't remember his name, but sure. um, Pat Oswald's character. Oh, the Koenig, the one Koenig. of the Koenigs. Yeah, the Koenigs. Yeah. Um, we used to think they were LMDs. That's still a theory. I don't know. Well, Maybe. but this is the LMD. You know, they're yeah, call, yeah. They're this calling official, this the LMD. Yeah, official names. Yes. I, I think if we're going to get anything out of that, it's going to be clones or something like that, or just. But he was. He was. They were quints. Eight. You know, <laughs> maybe there yeah. were, you know, Octomom from nineteen seventy four or something I, like that. I, I don't know. I mean, you, you never know what kind of crazy technology Fury had, and that's definitely Fury's uh, choice to uh, watch all his secret bases was the Koenig. So, wouldn't put it past Fury to drop a, you know, have a secret L and D program. <laughs> but I would love to see yeah. them come back. Yeah, I, I still want to see them come back, but. Oh yeah, more Patton Oswalt. Yeah, Peggy Carter and Ward. That's the wow, wow. That would be yeah. That would either either one of those would be um, yeah. It would probably blow up. uh, It would definitely blow up on Twitter for sure. I mean, there's so many people (laughs) waiting for Carter to come back, and and you know Ward always has you know because Brad Dalton is awesome, especially uh, if you ever follow any of the live tweeting he does with his puns. He's fun. Yeah, yeah. He is. I mean, that's one of the elements where forget Ward on the show or Hive, but you know. Brett Dalton on uh, on social media is a is, is a rock star. So um, yeah, either one of those would be awesome. But yeah, I'm really liking that that, that Peggy Carter idea too. Because um, you know, if you created Ward, there would definitely be some uh, some negative um, reaction on Shield. You know, from our, from our but um, <clears throat> you know from our from our from our team. But uh, you know, Peggy Carter. You know, you'd be like, oh, that's a very you know it's a well respected person in Shield oh. history. And imagine Coulson. Yeah, meeting the LMD of, of Peggy Carter. Yeah, and and if we have Peggy Carter um, doing the classic uh, evil robot, um, you know, change, and having uh, the, <laughs> the the evil version of Peggy Carter destroying Shield, that would be uh, there's a lot of juiciness to that, um, that 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 possibility. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of angles you could definitely go with uh, bringing an Agent Carter on. That, and I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to think about that. Like I like that idea a lot. Yeah. So if the LMD program goes well and, <laughs> and uh, Ada, I think is what they were calling Ada, it. Ada, yeah. Um, if Ada doesn't go Ultron on us, um, I, I, yeah, let's, let's, let's see it go in this direction. That'd be really cool. That'd yeah. Be really neat. So, yeah. um, hey, yeah break, I, the, yeah, break the trope. Make it, a, make it a good robot. We don't need any more bad robots. <laughs> well, sometimes a bad <laughs> robot is not a bad thing. I mean, I love Lost, and that's brought to you by <laughs> oh, Bad Robots. So, yes, yeah. 
Nice. Way to bring it all around. Yes, yeah. Lost, another another one of those favorites of mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, you and I speak a different language than, than Daniel and I. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, you, you get me in some ways. Yeah. Not that Daniel didn't get me. Some oh, ways Daniel got me all too well, but well, I, I have no plans uh, of of Wally Pippen. Um, Daniel, that's a baseball reference. Wally Pip was the guy who um, who got replaced by Lou Gehrig, and Lou Gehrig didn't. Um, you know, he ended up having the all time games uh, played in a row record. So, see now you're speaking Daniel's language. See, I can go back and forth. Yeah, see I that I can, I can, I can do that. See, right now, I hope. Daniel is 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 uh, pausing and laughing with that reference. So here's what you're gonna get, uh, maybe on on Facebook. He he comments on the Facebook post of okay. the episode okay. as he listens. And what's kind of fun about it, and also a little bit frustrating, you don't know what he's actually replying to. Sometimes, <laughs> like he'll be like, "Ah, oh, Ben, that's crazy. What what was crazy?" Um, and so that might end up happening. And, and now he's going to reply to, to this on there. But um, but yeah, that's that's why I say listeners, you, Daniel's not gone. Uh, we'll probably he's not the ghost. Yeah, he's not the ghost. We, we'll probably getting some voicemails from him. So you will be hearing his voice. But then there'll also be um, the, the the Twitter and, and Facebook threads and stuff like that. So um, but I think it's time to, to to shut this one down. And it's been it's been fun, Ben. And this was a fun start. And, uh, yeah, so this is where I guess I, I ask you, do you have any, any final words about, about the episode? And so this is your last chance to say something about the episode. Um, um if, so, if, if we missed anything. No, I think that's it. But, um, so you've got the, the devil inside of you too. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Level 7. You've heard us, now we'd love to hear from you. Go to welcometolevel7.com slash feedback where you can contact us through our website. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling one seventy seven fifty five level 7 You can also join the lively conversation going on at facebook.com slash welcometolevel7 or connect with us on Twitter where we're level7pod. And remember, the 7 is spelled out. Our theme music is The Light Fantastic by J.S. Earls, and you can find that at transplant.bandcamp.com. Welcome to Level 7 is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, get productive in your personal and professional life, theorize over TV shows, laugh with our clean comedy, delve into science fiction and philosophy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews, and more at noodle.mx. And once again, thanks for listening. All right, so we are here now to do a little bit of comic talk, and basically the comic talk here, though, is to kind of give you a little bit of a background with all new Ghost Rider and, and who that is and what that means. Um, there'll be some spoilers here, uh, so if you if you want to read it, I, I suggest if you want to experience what we're about to talk about, go ahead and just stop the episode and, and read it. Um, because you're, that's, that's, I think the best way to experience it. It's on alt, uh, unlimited Marvel or Marvel unlimited rather. Uh, yeah. that's how I read it was, was on my iPad through, uh, Marvel unlimited. And, you know, you can do a, a one month trial for 10 bucks and just, that's what I did. 
Um, There's a deal going on right now too. If uh, if you want to, if you were going to go in for a whole whole uh, year, if you if you use the code, I think it's Power, um, and you can get it for five dollars a month for the year. Oh so, man! Okay. Yeah, they just they just posted that. I, I I just signed up for the Unlimited Plus. I didn't pay the hundred, so I feel kind of silly. <laughs> and not too long back, so I was like, oh, that yeah. was a good deal. Well, and I'm. I don't know if I'll keep it or not, but it is, it is just $10 for the month. And then, um, so I read those 12 issues. So, I mean, I spent less than a dollar on each issue and then I'll be reading some other things as well. I'm not sure what yet, but, um, I like, I like the app. They, they have, they have the option where you can kind of zoom in panel by panel, which I think is a, it's a nice way to view it on a, on an iPad or a tablet or whichever way. Well, on on the iPad, the lettering is just slightly a little smaller than Mm. I would like. Um, but then when I do the panel to panel on my iPad, that that would work great on a on an iPhone, but on my mm-hmm. iPad, I just feel like it's just huge now. It's too so, big. It's yeah. too big. The contrast. But, yeah. um, but I get the whole page on the iPad, and I can just swipe the page, you know, and, and it's yeah. nice. But um, so you've read this as well, then I yeah, I, I have yeah, uh, and so yeah, Robbie Reyes, all the stuff you saw in this episode was basically background stuff for him uh, working at a body shop. Um, he has the brother, but then he also has. This, the devil inside him. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to spoil who the devil is here. I did on yeah. comical time machine spoil who the devil was, but I didn't spoil some of the links and stuff between yeah. Robbie's life now and where this thing that's in him, but it's not a devil. I'll say that it, it is a person. He's basically being um, possessed uh, by an actual human being who once was alive and, and not just this kind of nebulous spirit that has, you know, almost an anthropomorphic um, ideal. And, yeah, and it's, de- and it's definitely different from um, the power set, too, from maybe the – they have some similarities to the ghost um, – traditional, you know, Blaze Ghost Rider that a lot of people know about. but Enough similarities that the original Ghost Rider tracks him down. Yeah, and yeah. And, and confronts him and then also yeah. helps him and gives yeah. him some mentoring as well, which is nice yeah. to yeah. add in that legacy. But, um, but we've had a Ghost Rider on a horse – and we've had Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider, and then there's the one after him who I don't know much about. Um, I'm more attracted to the 70s Ghost Rider stuff than I am to the 90s Ghost Rider stuff. Even though a friend of mine was the artist on a lot of that 90s, 90s stuff, uh, Javier nice. Solteris. Um, I've worked with him nice. on a couple different projects. And, yeah, but, but anyway. Um, yeah, so Robbie Reyes... Uh, his car is also possessed, but his trunk is like magical. Um, and I, I was trying to figure out if the trunk in in Agents of Shield was magical, but he, he was able to take like just the the, uh, the wheelchair, the the um, mechanical wheelchair. He was able to put uh, put it into his trunk, and it just sinks into this like um, infinite bag kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it definitely there's there's definitely some some different physics at play with the, with the car in, in all of its aspects. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's also a, a real edge to what's going on there as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, a, a lot like what we're seeing in in the show here. Yeah. And they, there's he's more well because he's possessed by this evil thing or evil person. There's there's a lot more evil of an ed- more of an evil edge to the things he's doing and how he's doing it, or at least how he's being tempted to do it. So it's, it, although I guess you can't get much more evil than the devil. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think what's I, think I take it all back. Yeah. <laughs> so you definitely get the um the, the what's happening that when in terms of the way when he's using his power and and when, when it happens, there's definitely much more of a a personal level to what he's doing. Isn't that like um. It's not if not quite as random. They're not strangers like a lot of the other times when he's yeah. he's interacting with with people. And even and, if they are strangers, they are people f- from or in his neighborhood who yeah, are destroying yeah. his neighborhood. There's exactly. a lot of stuff with drugs yeah. and and with um, bullies and, and with gangs and stuff like yeah. that going on. Like you said, the East LA yeah. situation. Yeah, and and, and and I obviously they've um they've aged up uh the character and, and yeah from, yeah so, and so which I think is I mean, good because I actually when I was reading the the comic I, the the ability for a high schooler to then be the guardian of someone I I didn't I didn't know if that was something that happens but it does um if it's the right age yeah yeah and I I don't I'm not sure what the right age is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I get the feeling like he's been the guardian for a long time. Very long time, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, but who knows what the situation was after yeah. their parents died? But that was yeah. the the situation. It's is... not that important to the overall. No, no, no. no. Plot. But that, but 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 it's good for the show in sense of like he's not a high schooler. It would it would definitely cause some. It would, it's things I don't think um, Agent Shield is prepared to sh- to the show, which is like a high school scenes and things like that. I don't know. Well, and and you're also getting into unnecessary complications yeah like where okay now we have to explain this so we have to spend you know 15 minutes explaining why when he meets with a social worker you know can a a 17 year old or an 18 year old have custody of of a 12 year old brother or whatever yeah Uh, they don't have to mess with that they can do use the shorthand exactly yeah it it, it makes sense in the in in the book uh, with what what everything is going on going on there but um yeah i I like the, I definitely like the, you know, some of the things that he was doing for the high school and then the characters that, that, that were the bullies ended up being kind of the, they're not, they're not part of necessarily part of the gang, but they're kind of like the, like the wannabe on the side guys who are trying to be tough and then get drawn into the, the overall the bigger things that are going on with Hyde. Cause, cause Hyde is like, you know, he's got his own big plan and, He's trying to, you know, get all those gangs together and for his own nefarious reasons. So it's interesting having it, having a focus on from 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 him in the high school. So yeah, it, it yeah. definitely fits the fits the overall plot and drives things forward. It works well in the comic. I I, I mentioned in the comic book time machine thing that I was reminded of, um, you know, Omega the Unknown, which is about a high schooler, but it also reminds me of Spider Man. Yeah, you know, who went early Spider-Man was was a, a high schooler. The difference is, you know, the whole they actually even reference the whole uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. The difference is where the power comes from. Yeah. And, you know, it, there's Spider-Man sprinkled throughout, too, because there's little toys that, that, that Gabe is playing with. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and he's buying them comic books. And so, you know, Gabe, Gabe is definitely, um, you know, like the idea of being a hero. You know, it's, it's something that he's you know he's sharing with his brother. And something so, that inspires his brother, too. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, so it's definitely part of the thing when he goes, oh, did you get me a new one? And, and oh, you got this toy. And, it, you know, so there's definitely those things. And he talks to... Oh, it's that character. There's another character that that Gabe talks with, but is it you know that sad moments when um when he gets left when when Gabe gets left behind? Yes, yes. Yeah, that was really hard to see, but um that was yeah, it was that was really rough. Um, 
I don't know what I was going to say. I forgot the name of the character that he that he was he was having a conversation with. That's one of the characters from the books that he was reading. It, it wasn't something that I, I recognized. Maybe it was something made up for the for the comic itself. But yeah. yeah. So you had crazy theories. Let's let's hear the crazy theories and okay. um, and then we'll uh, say goodbye for the night. I guess. Well, I mean, I guess the main the main crazy theory, um, you know, excluding. Uh, Daisy's dad, Cal, there um, from then just kind of being the the high from the, uh, from from the actual book itself. But I was actually thinking maybe uh, Ratcliffe was actually going to end up being kind of in that row. We know it's oh. one of LMDs because we know that he has done this transhumanism thing in the past, yeah. and he's always kind of experimenting with things. And he obviously had connection to the the Cree blood. Because he had it, he had the DNA. He had the, you know, he had the DNA of Hive. He had, he had, he, you know, he helped create the primitives. So um, I can imagine a, a plot line that all of these gangs are actually somehow tied back to something that he's doing, and you know, they're working on something with with the watch. He's working maybe through or with the watchdogs, and you know, because we're still the Felix Blake who's still out there. Um, you know, so, I mean guessing that he's still kind of leading the watchdogs. So that would be how I, I would see that you know, Rat- Ratcliffe is working on something there. He's almost playing kind of both angles. Yeah. Well, and what Hyde was doing in the comic was he was creating basically a super soldier pill. Super, yeah. Uh, but it turns people into a giant monster. Disgusting, <laughs> yeah. gross, uh, giant, like the muscles just would start going yeah. mad. And uh, it just gross blobby human yeah. human being muscular hulk things yeah and, uh, and also animals too apparently it, yeah that was, kind of yeah. Painful that. They, that was a cool element yeah so i can i can you know possibly see something there where he's maybe uh but th- that would be the, the 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 craziest thing with with uh with Radcliffe kind of taking over a little bit of that of that role if, from the show if we're not adding in kyle mclaughlin is somehow unbrainwashed um left the veterinary um field and who's now um back out working on his formula again so that would be yeah that ties into the whole drug um you know drug dealing and that kind of thing the one thing i would say that just keeps me from thinking we'll see that is that's also very similar to what hive was doing when he had radcliffe working on that stuff very true very true radcliffe was already and, and and maybe it would be just bringing it back because Radcliffe was basically doing that for um, Hive, yeah. And and uh, you know, so on on the one side, you could see him easily returning to it uh, in pill form, maybe. You know, uh, on the other side, you know, they they have gone there with with those people who got transformed. And, and which is, I mean, what's interesting about the the Watchdogs is that if he was um, developing a super soldier type serum for them to then use against someone like uh, Daisy, are they violating their own moral like purpose of being? Mm-hmm. So that, so maybe that maybe that kind of pushes it too far to kind of kills that that, that theory of mine. So I'm kind of undoing my own crazy theory, but that's what we do here. That's what we do. We propose and then we kill it. But it, yeah. it, I, I, I would be it would be an interesting thing because then it would be like this. Uh, um, dilemma of of this because you know most most crazy fringe groups end up um, they I, mean, I don't want to tie too much to the real world but you know they end up violating their own codes anyway for their own political purposes so and then they end up dying from within then then they end up dying from within so that could be the end of the watchdogs is when they they take uh, Radcliffe's um, you know blue pills or pink pills or whatever color they 
they happen to choose that could be the undoing of them by becoming monsters that they're trying to fight. So they undo their own, their own, their own purpose of being. All right. Well, so there's your first post credit then. All right. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're longer. Sometimes they're shorter. This one, there's more to talk about, but uh, yeah. Thanks again for, for joining me and joining the team. Yeah. And uh, yeah, at this point, I guess we just, hit the stop button <laughs> i should have did my i should have did my quote i was like with a deeper voice like so you've got the devil inside of you too like something like you know more menacing yeah yeah that that's that's an art form <laughs> i'll have to i'll have to go back and listen to all of uh daniel's old quotes and yours so yeah. then i can yeah. i can learn i'll practice for next week yeah well well next week is my turn oh that's true Rich, yeah Rich. see peek peek behind the curtain for for listeners now but as much as possible, Daniel and I switched back and forth who got to do the final quote. And uh, whoever, does the, my- whoever does the intro, the other guy does the quote. So I did the intro today. You did the quote. Stepped up to the, the plate. Actually, you didn't even know you were going to have to do it. So that's good. Yeah. Um, and then next well, week. two weeks, I'm going to be very, 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 yes. very prepared for it. I'll have a great quote and everyone will be blown away by it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't set the bar too high. <laughs> or they won't be and it'll be disappointment yeah, and no yeah. end credit scene that, that let, apologizes for that quote let everyone think you're just going to fall flat on your face and then nail it this and, is true this yeah, is true yeah, this yeah. is true so. <laughs> it's the whole Scotty thing you know <laughs> say it's going to take four hours but you can get it done in two so. there it is <laughs> Captain we can't do it Captain alright man I'm just going to hit the stop button then so. it is Thanks again. All right. And thanks for listening, everyone.